we didn't buy that product to make you happy. Like at the end of the day, we bought that product to make our lives better. This is Brandology, a podcast that dives deep into the highs and lows of business, the ins and outs of branding, and all things entrepreneurship. We're unearthing the science, soul, and strategy behind building a fearless brand, and we're not holding back. So if you're ready to create the business of your dreams, you're in the right place. Welcome to Brandology. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Brandology. So excited to have you here for another episode. I hope you all have the most amazing Christmas because this episode should come out a couple of days after Christmas. So I hope it was amazing and I hope that you're having a good rest. I really hope you're all, you know, taking a couple of weeks off to rest, relax, regroup for 2024 because we are going to make it a great year. Okay. Okay. So before I dive into this, I wanted to have a quick chat about my Reels sort of daily posting challenge, which you probably heard me talk about in the last episode, I think it was. And if you haven't heard me talk about it before, I'm basically challenging myself to post every day and I'm posting Reels and I'm currently in my third week of doing it. So I've done it for two weeks straight. I'm really proud, first of all, that I've managed to get a Reel out every day. It is honestly a miracle, but it's been such an interesting little experiment. I actually had a real go baby viral last week. And when I say baby viral, I mean, it wasn't viral viral, but it did get like 260,000 views. And I got about 800 followers from it, which was really, really exciting. And it's been so interesting to see with the reels that I've been posting, which ones have been doing well, which ones haven't, which have been resonating, which haven't. It's just been such an interesting experiment. So I'm going to continue on with doing this for the rest of December, at least. And I will see how I'm feeling come January if I want to continue with it. But it's honestly been so, so invaluable doing this and getting the data and the knowledge from these different reels that I've been putting up and how people have been responding to them. And it's been so interesting to say that I've already had one sort of pop off and it's actually been quite some time since I last had a reel pop off. It's probably been well over a year. So yeah, it's been really, really fascinating. And one thing that I have noticed, which leads me into this episode is about the content of the reels, like the messaging behind the reels and how we are phrasing things. And I have spent a lot of time on the explore, like the reels tab on Instagram, scrolling through a gazillion reels, all sort of in the business, social media, online business, graphic design kind of space. And I've been seeing a ton of reels. I've spent a lot of time because I've been trying to find trending sounds, like try to see what is, you know, popping off at the moment so I can, you know, see if I can emulate any of that for my own reels. And it's been really fascinating to me to see what has been working and what hasn't and to see what I'm personally connecting with as well as a, you know, potential consumer of some of these brands that I am seeing the reels of. And basically what I'm talking about is the messaging behind the reels and making it more about the audience than about you. This is the main point of this episode, and this is what I'm going to be diving into. And this is something that I always teach my one-on-one design clients, 
and my studio coaching clients. This is something that I have always known, but it's just been really fascinating to see it really in action as I have been pouring so much time and energy into researching reels and creating my own reels. And basically the the gist of this episode is that people don't really care about you that much. I know this sounds really harsh. I'm going to go into more detail on what I mean. So something that I talk about a lot, which might seem like a bit of a contradiction is showing up for your brand, using your face for your brand adding that human element to the brand. It is so important to have you as the business owner show up for your business so people can create a connection with you because so much of the time that is the differentiating factor for you and your business. And that is why people pick you. It's so fascinating to me time and time again, I get clients working with me for me. Like, yes, they like my style of work. Yes, they like what I stand for, but it's for, for me, they connect with my personality you know, what I, what I like, what I do in my spare time, the things that I stand for, that's what they're connecting with as well as everything else. But me, the human, that's something that can't be replicated. So if they vibe with me and they gel with me, then that makes their decision super easy because they're like, tick, love her style, tick, love what she's talking about, tick, love the packages, whatever it may be, and then tick, love her. So if they didn't connect with me, then that's going to be really hard to convert that client. So I talk about this a lot, showing up for your business, using your face, your voice, so people can connect with you, not just your service or your product. But (laughs) here is the but. People don't want to hear about you all the time. This is the, the part where a lot of people get tripped up. It is a fine balance between showing up for your business and being the human behind the brand and also just having your Instagram feel sort of like a dear diary. So I usually see people doing one or the other. I see people not showing up at all on their Instagram and it's sort of like a faceless brand and then it's very difficult to connect with the business and that's when you really start to blend in with the sea of competitors that's out there. Or I see people who show up so much and they're showing up in such a raw way that it does become all about them. It starts to feel all about them and it's not so much about your audience anymore. And that's when we sort of start to move into personal branding territory. And that still is not what you should be doing as a personal brand. If you are selling something it should not be all about you. That is the golden rule. It's never all about you. You need to be there to have people connect with you and to, you know, let them see themselves in you. But it can't be all about you because that is an immediate turn off. So think about if you are meeting someone for the first time, you're at a, a dinner or you're out somewhere, you're meeting someone for the first time, you're chatting with them. And they are just talking all about themselves all the time. Like the whole, the whole conversation is just them, them, them. They're not asking you any questions about yourself. They're not really listening to anything you have to say. You, you sort of try to participate in the conversation, but it's a bit hard because it's just all about them. And you're just, you know, when there's a, a gap, you're trying to sort of empathize with them or, or ask them another question about themselves, but they're never returning that favor. They're never reciprocating. It's just all about them. They are the star of the show. And that's pretty frustrating, right? I'm sure we've all experienced that before with someone 
where we're like, oh my gosh, get me out of this conversation. I can't connect with this person at all because they are not letting me talk to them. This is not a two-way conversation. This is them just talking at me about themselves. And it's exactly the same with your brand. I'm quite sure I've used this analogy before. Love a good analogy, but it really helps us to understand what is going on. But it's the exact same thing with your brand. So if your brand or you, the human behind your brand, is just talking about itself all the time, and it's not including the audience in that at all. You're just talking at them and they're very quickly going to lose interest and they're not going to feel connected to your brand. So I really do see this happening so much, especially since I have been looking at so many reels from so many different creators that I don't follow. I see it happening a lot and I see that the reels that are more centered around me, 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 They're the ones that are not doing as well. So the one thing I want you to think about here is that your audience needs to see themselves in your brand. Whatever you're talking about, your audience needs to be able to resonate and understand and see themselves in that. So that's not to say that you can't share behind the scenes stuff. That's not to say you can't share snippets of your day, what you're up to day in the life kind of vibes. I do that quite frequently. I really like it. And the reason I do that is because it does connect with my people. I'm not just going to show random stuff that doesn't connect with my people. So, for example, when I'm showing my morning beach routine, I get a fair few DMs about that going, oh, my gosh, that is the dream. I would love to live near the beach. That's a huge goal of mine. And then we get chatting about that. So me Posting the beach, yes, it actually has nothing to do with design and building a brand, like in a straightforward way, but it's showing people a snippet into my life because that connects with them. That is part of their own dream life, you know, moving to the beach or moving to, you know, a place that they love and living life on their terms, spending their Monday morning doing something fun for themselves rather than slaving away at a nine to five, for example, which is what I used to do. So because I've told this story many times, a lot of my audience is familiar with it about how, you know, I worked at a nine to five design agency job. I fell out of love with it. I really disliked going there. I really disliked working for somebody. And I made these changes in my life, started my business, quit my job, cold turkey, and eventually moved to the beach, which is where I am now, which I am so grateful for. But I've really built my life around and my business around what I want it to look like. And obviously, there's still a long way to go. But that resonates with people because a lot of my audience, they're sort of the the past version of me. They're in that state where they're like, okay, I'm either at my nine to five, but I have my side business and I really want to take it full time. Or they're like, okay, I'm full time in my business, but I'm not seeing the results that I want to see which means I can't quite live my dream life yet. So let's change the results I'm seeing in my business so I can live my dream life. So it all connects. And that's also not to say that you can't talk about things that you're doing in your business. That's not to say you can't talk about what you're currently working on or what you help people with. But the important thing is that people can see themselves in that, that it's something that they are going to connect with. And it's really just small little language shifts. So instead of going, I do this, I do that. It's like, here's what I can do for you. Or let's get your business here. 
So it's more so putting the audience in the front row of the messaging or what you're talking about. So really putting them at the center of everything first. So if you think, okay, I want to talk about me and I want to talk about like what I did this morning and my morning routine. Okay, that's great. But like, how can we help our audience to see themselves in that? So how can we link it back to something our audience desires for themselves? Or how can we link it back to a story that our audience can resonate with? Or how can we link that back to what we actually do for our audience through our offers? So I'm definitely not here to say, stop talking about yourself, stop showing things you're up to, stop talking about what you're doing. That is really important to do. And I don't want you to stop doing that, but I want you to start thinking about, okay, am I just talking at my audience or am I actually involving them? Is this connecting with them? Is this something that they can see themselves in? That is like the golden question. Like with what I'm about to talk about or what I'm about to show, can my audience see themselves in that? So if you're showing behind the scenes, can they see themselves in those client pieces that you're working on behind the scenes or if you're showing a day in the life can they see themselves in that day in the life like is that something they desire for themselves or is there some element of that you can tie back to something they desire for themselves or if you're showing client results can they see themselves in those results if you're showing things you're working on for the business how does that impact your audience you know if you're working on a new offer instead of just going oh I'm doing this I'm doing that what's in it for them so at the start when I said people don't care about you It's that they don't want to be ignored. They don't want to be talked at. They don't just want to be sold to. And they want to feel like you've actually considered them. They want to feel like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. I want more of this. Or, oh, yeah, that's what I want for myself. Or, oh, that's a really cool transformation. I really want that for my business. So always thinking about how does this help my audience? How does this support my audience in their journey? How does this inspire my audience or motivate my audience? Or how does this help them see what's possible for them? Because at the end of the day, people buy things to help themselves. Like we buy things selfishly and that is so fine. That is just the psychology of buying things. We we buy things to make our lives better. I don't think you've ever bought something to make your life worse, have you? It's always to make your life better or someone around us. Like if we're buying something for a parent or a child, it's to make their lives better. But the overall goal of buying is to make our lives better, to improve our lives, to get us closer to our dream life. So if you aren't making sales in your business or you're not making the kind of sales that you want or you're struggling to convert eyeballs into sales, this is the first thing I'll probably look at is am I including my audience in what I'm doing. And the problem may be you're actually just not connecting with your audience at all. Like you're not showing up at all. That That is probably the first problem with a lot of people. There's actually nothing there for your audience to even connect with. But if you are showing up, you are posting regularly, you are very active, but you're having these issues. It's probably because your audience just doesn't see themselves in what you're doing. They don't see what's in it for them. They don't feel that connection Because again, like take it back to meeting that person for the first time and all they can do is talk about themselves. You're not going to feel a connection there. Even if they seem like really nice and like charismatic or whatever, if they're not making the effort to connect with you and it's just them, 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 you're going to get tired of that very quickly and you are not going to want to return to that conversation. You're probably not going to seek that person out again specifically. So keep that in mind with your brand. 
it needs to be a two-way street. You need to be keeping your audience front of mind with everything you're saying and doing. So back to what I was saying about how we buy things selfishly. We buy things to make our lives better. We're not buying things just because someone says it's good. Like if I said, I'm working on this new offer and it's so good. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be my best offer ever, for example. Like that doesn't sound very enticing. Like even if I went into some detail about what it was, it's I'm still not talking about you. There's no reference to my audience or the user of the offer, like the client, the customer. There's no reference to that. You don't know what your transformation is going to be. You don't see yourself in that offer. So you can't get excited about it. I'm just talking about me. I'm excited. It's my offer. This is what I'm working on. So people aren't going to buy that just for the heck of it. They're only going to buy it once they see what's in it for them and they genuinely connect with that. And then they get excited about, oh yeah, like this is the transformation I can expect. This is where I'm going to be afterwards. That's so exciting. I kind of want to go on a little side tangent here, but it's still related. I have bought from a number of small businesses before where I have received a little thank you card in my order which I think is so lovely and sweet. And it's like maybe a handwritten thank you card, which I think is such a beautiful touch. But often they will say something like, thank you so much for buying from us and supporting our dream. We do a happy dance when we get an order. Thank you. Like something like that. And you may have gotten something like this before in an order or, you know, after buying from an online store, you might get a little message like this. It's very sweet, you know, it's cute. It might give us the warm fuzzies. We're like, oh yeah, we made the business owner happy with this purchase. But I have a big problem with messages like this because whilst they are sweet and it's really nice to show your gratitude to your audience, we didn't buy that product to make you happy. Like at the end of the day, we bought that product to make our lives better. We bought that product for some reason of our own to improve our life in some way. We didn't just buy it out of the goodness of our heart to support your dream most of the time. I know that sometimes some people will buy things just out of the goodness of their heart to support a cause, but that is not common. Most of the time when we purchase things, it is for a reason of our own and it is to improve our own lives. So we're going to think about it from that angle because that's why people are going to buy from you. They're not going to buy from you out of charity like out of pity, anything like that. They're going to only buy from you when they feel like they're actually going to get something out of it. Like it's going to improve their life, their business, their family, whatever it is, whatever you sell, they're only going to buy when they feel like they're really going to get something out of it for themselves. And that is why, again, it's so important to include your audience and everything that you're talking about, everything that you're saying. So like on the note card example from the small business saying, thank you so much for supporting our dream. That's totally fine to say that, but then it's really good to acknowledge something about the audience. So thank you so much for supporting our dream. You are going to absolutely love this product. It's going to change your life because of X, Y, Z. Can't wait to hear what you think. Something like that to actually be like, okay, you've thanked them. That's great. And now we're going to talk about what it's going to do for you. So just a shift in language, even just, just adding on to that, to allow the audience to feel seen, it can make a world of difference. And another little side tangent, another thing I've noticed in my scrolling of the Reels tab is there's a trend going around with Reels where it's sort of just a little B-roll clip and then it's a whole bunch of text over the top about the brand founder. 
And it's really like, I don't know, random kind of hyper specific stuff. And it's sort of, I guess, a little bit of storytelling about the founder, just things about them that you might not know. You've probably seen this kind of reel. They're really popular at the moment. I do like this idea of this reel. However, there are elements of it that I don't like. I find myself scrolling past this particular reel 99.9% of the time I see it on my reels tab. The only time I have stopped to read one is when it's from someone I really, really admire, someone I really love, just to find out a little bit more about them. So this kind of content is, is a little bit tricky because it's definitely something that can help people better connect with you. When you do this kind of content, they can find similarities between yourself and themselves. That can be a really helpful way to create connection. But the thing with these reels is that they are so focused on the the brand owner. Like, again, it's so that me, me, me vibe that for anyone who doesn't have a deep connection to that brand already, to anyone who doesn't have a deep connection to that founder already, they're going to scroll past as well because they're just not connected enough to invest the time and energy to read all these random facts about you and then feel like they got really not much out of it because there's nothing in that for them again like it's all very one-sided it's like here's all about me the end that's it so these kind of reels while I don't hate them I think they are really good I think it's great to discuss yourself more share more of your story allow your audience to see see more of you there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but don't rely on this kind of content to make sales for you or to get more traction in your business at the end of the day these kind of reels i find are not high converting reels the only time they're going to be sort of high converting reels is again when people are already very 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 connected to your business and they're willing to invest that time and energy to read more and they're also fine with not sort of getting any kind of reciprocation it's just sort of all about you and that's it so the way i would kind of rework this Or, you know, if you want to create content about yourself in that way, where you're sort of sharing facts, for example, or a little bit about you so people can get to know you better, which again, is never a bad thing. That's always a good thing, but reframing it to be like, okay, here are these facts about me and here are some things you might not know, but then here is why I do what I do, or here are the results that I get from my audience, or here are some amazing testimonials I've received, something like that, that really allows you know people to see themselves in your story so if you're discussing your story making sure that it's relevant to what the audience is going through or if you're showing things like results or testimonials or like the kind of things you do for your clients then that lets them see okay that's sort of it's where I'm at like that's the kind of result I want to achieve or that's how I want to feel and so they can connect with that so there's just tweaks we can make to content like this to make it easier to connect with not such a one-sided conversation okay so i know this might have seemed like a slightly harsh episode but moral of the story is please don't stop posting content about yourself please don't stop showing behind the scenes and showing the the day in the life kind of stuff that is such great content to help people connect with you but it's really all about doing it in a way that makes it easy for them to connect with you So just always thinking, okay, what is my audience going to feel about this? Like, how are they going to see themselves in this? Is there some element of this I can tie back to what they want for themselves? So even if, you know, you're showing day in the life and you're showing that, 
you know, you get to spend time with your kids, for example, because you work for yourself and you're just showing a little bit of that, like behind the scenes stuff. But, you know, a lot of your audience might not have kids, for example, but you can loop that back to be like, you know, because I work for myself and I've grown my business to this point, I am able to spend it how I want. And for me, that's spending time with my kids. But for you, it might be X, Y, Z or X, Y, Z. So thinking about ways you can just subtly loop things back and help your audience feel seen. Because when they feel seen, they connect with you so much faster and they also connect with you in a much stronger way as well. And then when they connect with you like that, that is when it's easier to create sales. That's when it's easier to have a follower turn into a buyer because there's that connection there. There's that trust already and they're more open to things. So we really need them to start seeing themselves in what you're posting and what you're saying first before any of this can happen. So it's just all about the small shifts, little shifts here and there. You don't have to change your whole content strategy, just small shifts to help make it feel like more of a two-sided conversation, even though a lot of the time it's still just you doing your thing. And the other thing I want you to do, you know, after this episode and, and from here on out really is start to notice this with content that you are consuming. So with, you know, reels you're looking at or with brands you're looking to purchase from, I want you to start thinking, am I seeing myself in this? Like, do I connect with this piece of content or this product or whatever it is? And if so, why? And if not, why not? Why is that connection not there? Why am I not seeing myself in that? Why am I not feeling like I resonate? I think it's such a good exercise to sort of use your own thinking here when you're being a consumer of content or when you're being a consumer of products or services. Like when you are in that position of being the buyer, really thinking about how you're feeling, thinking about why you're buying, thinking about why you're connected to that business or brand or founder. What are they doing to make you feel connected? Because we don't feel connected to every brand. We don't feel connected to every founder. That is just how it works. We have ones we connect with better than others, just like people in everyday life. We have people we connect with better than others. And there's reasons for that. So I want you to start thinking about that when you're interacting with businesses and content. Super helpful exercise. So that is the episode for today. I do want to say that if you want to dive into this stuff further... My new offer that is coming out next year is going to dive into all of this. So my new offer that's coming out, it is helping business owners show up better for their brands. And it's really about blending personal branding techniques with business branding techniques. So we're not here to build personal brands. Okay, we are not influencers. Well, most of us and we probably don't want to be influencers But I'm going to assume that we all know the power of our product or service. We know how great it is and we know how it can really change people's lives. And so we really want our audience to see that. We want our audience to buy from us and experience that. And we probably want people to feel connected to our brand and business, right? We really want people to resonate with what we're doing. And we want to have that loyal community of people who are obsessed with our brand. And the way that we do that is like I said, by blending personal branding techniques and business branding techniques. Because if we go down the personal path, most of us don't want to be the full face of our business. Most of us don't want to be showing up every single day, day in, day out, you know, showing every aspect of our life because that's not really what we're here for. We're here because we have an awesome product or service that we want to sell and we want to help people and we want to make bank in the process. 
But a lot of people are scared to show up for their brand. They're scared to put their face to it. They're a bit concerned, even though that is the area where we really find a lot of connection happens. And that's really one of the things that helps set you apart in the market. But then sometimes we go too far in the other direction of just business branding, where we hide behind our brand, we don't show up, we have no real human element to what we're doing, and the business can suffer then as well when people aren't connecting, they don't feel like there's a story behind the brand, they don't feel like there's a purpose behind it, they don't have that human element to connect to, so a lot of the time they will go to a brand they better connect with. So we really want to find a balance in the middle between personal branding and business branding because there's pros and cons to both. And for the kind of business owners that we are, the majority of us listening to this podcast, we need a blend. And that's what I've personally done for my business. I've done a blend of personal branding and business branding to create the kind of brand that I'm building. And that's the one thing that I've seen so much success with in my business is finding that balance for me between those two things where I can still show up, I can still show behind the scenes, I can still connect with people with my face and I feel confident doing that, which I did not always feel by the way. I am very introverted and my first stories were absolutely cringeworthy. So I was not always someone who wanted to be on camera But I've also leveraged aspects of business branding to create something that can stand on its own. My business is not under my name and I didn't want it under my name. So I've created something that can still stand on its own. But I'm leveraging aspects of both to create what is Haven Studio. So that's what I'm going to be teaching in this new offer. It's going to be all about that kind of thing. I'm going to be diving more into messaging and, you know, putting your audience at the center and helping them see that transformation, helping them connect to your brand and connect to you through your content. That's going to be part of this new offer. Very, very excited to bring this out because I think that based on conversations I've had with a lot of past clients, potential clients, and just general members of my audience, this is a big area where there's not really any help. There's not really any support. And as someone who has walked the walk and created a business that blends both of these things really successfully, I am very excited to teach it to you guys. So I would highly recommend signing up to the waitlist if you're interested. The link is in the show notes and basically you'll get an email. It should be sometime in the next couple of weeks all about this new offer, including a juicy, juicy discount because I'm running a beta launch of this offer, which means I'm going to be bringing a handful of people in at a very discounted rate. So don't miss it. Sign up in the show notes. I'll be very excited to have you on the wait list. Thanks for listening to the episode. I hope you found it helpful. Hope you got a few juicy nuggets as always, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Brandology. I am so happy to have you here. I hope you got something out of this episode. If you did, I would so love it if you could hit that follow button on your podcast platform. And if you really loved it, it would be so amazing if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps. I would also love it if you could share this podcast with your business besties because I'm dropping new episodes every week all about the soul and strategy behind building fearless brands and I would love to spread the word to as many entrepreneurs as I can. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back in your ears next week. If you could,